we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for June 28th, 2021. And we'll go ahead and just get right into the warfare prayers that we're rotating. Uh, this is the, um, well, a most of them are prayers against witchcraft. Um, this is entitled Powerful Prayer Against Witchcraft with fasting even more powerful. And that would be the same for all the prayers, fasting, supercharges, uh, whatever uh, you're praying about. And then if you have multiple people fasting about and praying about the same thing, then it really starts to supercharge things. So I'll go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we plead the precious, uncorruptible blood of Jesus over the body of Christ, the innocent, ourselves, our families, and everything that belongs to us. We ask for giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of angels are necessary to be loosed from heaven to surround us and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down and damn and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like that are attacking us. And by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we break their power, all their curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, and everything else being sent our way or our family member's way or to the body of Christ and the innocent. And we return it and the demons and the devils and the evil entities and the fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold and we bind it to them by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we pray these lost souls will find the light of your son Jesus. Their own snares and traps have now been set against themselves. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we now loose them from all mind control of Satan. Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirit to their hearts as a guide to your son Jesus, so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so, getting right into the study today. Uh, first report is going to is entitled UFO Disclosure and the Agenda, What is Coming? And then we'll get into the uh, a brief video on the big document or, or big uh, updated finding that the government released this week. So we are going to cover that as well. Okay, so this is uh, Lisa Haven interviewing L.A. Marzulli. Um, and um, just some very insightful things that are kind of talked about here. Uh, he's pretty much got his ministry just kind of zeroed in on the cryptozoological alien type of angle okay so i'm just going to go ahead and let them talk here big question um to you uh wh what are for those who may not know what do you think the ufo are and what are they after well you know what's amazing about this they just released the tip of the iceberg with all this stuff you know they talk about the tic-tac shaped ufo uh, and, and that was recorded uh, earlier, um, you know, over a decade ago, I believe. But it was released on Tucker Carlson's show, the actual photograph and stuff, in December of 2017, which that was the beginning of the disclosure ladder, as I call it. Since then, it, it's been going up and up and up. They're kind of rolling it out very slowly. The question is, why now? But notice that... But we've been in soft disclosure for many years at this point. It's just... They're just peeling back the first layer. Okay, here's the crap that's flying around. Here's some pictures. Here's a fuzzy UFO. I mean, we've already got pictures, which we've shown in our watches film, and I actually show it in the Disclosure film, Disclosure, The Coming Great Deception, The Luciferian Endgame. We show that clip, which is the Kumbergas UFO, which, guess what, not only has the UFO in it, and it's the best 
I think, the best UFO footage I've ever seen because not only are we seeing the craft, but we're seeing the occupants in the craft, and they are the graves. So something is going on, and most people have only seen the first layer. We're so far down the rabbit hole with abductions, with implants, with crop circles, with the creation of a hybrid entity. These are the days of Noah. These are not extraterrestrial beings, in my opinion. They are interdimensional entities, which are, their whole agenda is to create a hybrid race. Dr. David Jacob, who I've interviewed numerous times, um, he's, he's sort of on a decline right now, which is very unfortunate. Now, if you keyword search uh, Dr. Jacob, David Jacobs in the keyword, I've done multiple parts and played his actual audios, uh, his audio series, which I listened to probably, I think, two times. Uh, I've got it, and it's he is not saved, and he's like a secular researcher. But nonetheless, he, I mean, the, the research is so mind-boggling, but yet so cross-confirmatory. He's got so much evidence of hybrids among us of what they call hubrids among us which are one quarter whatever you want to call them alien devil demonic creatures and three quarters human hubrids you cannot um you can't really tell the difference on a hubrid a hybrid you could because they're half half and half okay and um but the Hubert's are, are much, much harder to spot unless God's going to open your spiritual eyes type of thing. That It's going to be a lot harder to, to spot them uh, because they look almost identical to a human. How they're integrated into society. Uh, I mean, he interviewed these, these entities, how they operate in society, what they do, how they mind control people unbelievable and the guy's not claiming to be a christian and he's got i believe i think hundreds of people that he's either interviewed and or just and this whole thing with the breeding program of people being abducted since i don't know going back to probably the 40s when our government signed the granada treaty which basically gave these entities a right to experiment on humanity and that's coincidentally that's the exact same time when all the abduction phenomena really started to happen in earnest the president of our country gave permission to these devils to do this to our own populace but it was supposed to be on a very limited basis they went far beyond that you give the devil an inch he'll take a mile in exchange for that they got we got a ton of technology and coincidentally that is when we see the exact same time period where the computer age starts to come where we make just unbelievable more advancements in in science and in technology than we have made by far in the last oh i don't know four thousand whatever years combined exponentially it happens at the exact same time we enter into this treaty with these things Okay, I believe it was Eisenhower. I've done studies on that. I believe it's the Granada Treaty. If you do a keyword search for it at contendingfortruth.com. And again, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit trail, but there's all these coincidences that, that aren't coincidences at all. 
two to three to four percent of the population have, have when polled in private say they've been abducted and how missing time and all the stuff uh, many of the women turn up pregnant and then three months into the pregnancy they get reabducted and the baby's gone and then many times they're reabducted again and shown the baby to try to get this maternal bonding and they're they're making all of these notes on how the the offspring this uh, abominable hybrid nephilim offspring is responding to the human mother that's what he gets into to a certain extent if you go in and you key an alien agenda in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done many mega studies on this meaning i would do like two or three parts in a giveaway and then i come back and do another two or three parts and then sometimes i do it again done multiple of those over the years where we've covered this ad infinitum in depth it's not just something i'm just spouting off and i am just kind of whatever uh, so anyway i just wanted to throw that in because that 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 the point he brought up about um, Jacobs, I believe it was Daniel Jacobs, uh, that's a very, very important point. But before that happened, Jacobs wrote a book called Walking Amongst Us, where he talks about that the hybrid... And I believe you can get that on audio, Walking Amongst Us. You can probably, I mean, I, I don't advise buying anything on Amazon, they're pure evil, but you could probably find it there, or you can find it um, on eBay and then maybe buy it elsewhere. I like the audio ones because then I could just, if I'm driving, which is about the only time I have any kind of free time, I can listen to them in, in my truck. So that's what I like to do. And, and I mean, or unless you want to buy the book, you can do that as well. You've been following this for decades, just like I have. That the hybrids now, these human so-called alien, which are not alien. Well, let me let me define that before we move on. Alien is anything off-world. If if you come from Venus, you're an alien. If you're from another dimension, you're an alien. So anything not originating on this Earth is by definition an alien. So when I say alien, that can include interdimensional entities, which is what I think we're looking at. These are not extraterrestrial; they're interdimensional. So Dr. Jacobs has been yeah, but a lot of them do have physical bodies. And yes, I, it, it does seem that in some and in many instances, they can transfer, even though they have a body, they can actually transfer into other dimensions. You know, you, we're dealing with things that are incredibly advanced. This is Satan's kingdom, and they're very good at what they do. So they do, but they can be killed. These these entities, these the greys, the reptilians, they can be killed but it does also appear that many times they have an interdimensional aspect to them where they could phase into one dimension and phase out of others now I'm, I'm saying this based on like the five or six mega studies i've done where we we've reported on experts that have you know done tons of research on this and and i'm kind of trying to give you the cliff note version of there the shortened version following this for decades just like i have and we know that that they are very, very interested. These entities, wherever they're from, whoever they are, are obsessed with creating some sort of a hybrid being. Exactly. And we've had reports from people that have encounters with these hybrid entities. In fact, in the film, Disclosure, Al Matthews had an encounter with a woman, Diane Kelly, 
who, in my opinion, was a hybrid. They walk amongst us, guys. They do. Okay? And a lot of my listeners have seen them. Many times they will present with reptilian slits in their eyes. Some people uh, will notice uh, black-eyed. Now, I understand you can get contacts and things of this nature. I'm talking about somebody that you're looking at them and they will shift in front of you. You can't do that with a contact lens. You can't go from normal pupils to shifting. Sometimes they'll do this just to put fear into you. Uh, Jasmine, the black-eyed witch that, that came after me years ago and said she was going to astral project here and, and you know uh, do all this stuff and skewer me and whatever uh, never did happen. Uh, when she sent me a picture of herself, she had full black eyes. I, I don't, I don't believe they were contacts. I mean, they look legit, and you know, it was trying, it was trying to frighten me. All that did to me, or when I do ever see that, I beg God for that to happen to me. I really do. And I'm not saying that because I'm Mr. Tough Guy, but I know who Mr. Tough Guy is, and I don't mean to be irreverent. I'm just saying. God created the universe. <laughs> there is nothing too hard for him, according to the Bible. <laughs> and um, they are subject to him and Jesus Christ. And through the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood, they can be vanquished. And I believe they can be vanquished easily. But you have to have the faith to believe. And these days are coming, I'm telling you. As it was in the days of Noah, it's just going to be a little bit different in the way they're manifesting. Giants monk walked among the, the people in Noah's day. They were most likely the rulers. Well, we're coming back to that. I saw this thing the other day where they've got this show on uh, like Netflix, and it's where these people put on these weird... And I don't even... The, uh, costumes is not... It doesn't do the word justice. It, they, they do all this like makeup where like they look like they're just creatures weird freaky creatures and they go and and it's like this dating show where they're and some of them look hideous some of them look kind of furry and cute and so it's just the whole transhumanism thing it's all about defiling god's creation what was the big priority in Noah's day? Defiling God's creation. Changing the DNA of God's creation. And it got so bad that God had to sit, hit the reset button and start over. With eight people on the ark and the animals whose DNA had not been corrupted. That's how bad it got then. Well, they're doing the same thing now. Now with the COVID shots, those people are all on that same boat. Only God knows how that's going to all turn out. But according to their own even projections here from what we're seeing, through your lifespan, that's what they're planning for in a lot of the big corporations where they're all going to be dead, 100% death rate. Only God knows what they're going to be before they die or whether they're going to be transformed or into something. They're, they're already really technically transhuman. They've got nanotech in them, which makes them a cyborg. That's part machine, part human. 
you got all the separate self-replicating nanotech and then you've got the messenger rna which is rewriting their dna well that's what makes you you that's that's what makes you a human and it's being overwritten and most likely there is nephilim dna in these shots there's a third strand nephilim dna and i've reported on that as well harder to be dogmatic about that but come on this is so clearly satan's agenda the COVID nineteen. There's never been any. I've been screaming about this for twenty years in my ministry on the vaccines. Fifteen years straight in ministry doing this, and one of the main things, really the centerpiece of the main thing I've been screaming about for the last fifteen years in ministry is how they're going to use the vaccinations to change our DNA. I haven't. I do do not believe I've taken a break for more than two weeks in the last 15 years as far as just posting something on contendingfortruth.com. I, I may be wrong, but I don't think I am. Posting something. I don't believe there's been more than a two-week break. So I basically went 15 years without really much of a break. I'm not complaining. I mean, I... I'm very um, blessed to be put in this position where I could do this. God preserving my health and, and, and just everything working out so I can actually stay with it. But this is the centerpiece of what I've been screaming about for so long. And the vaccines are the chief primary way they're going to really, really, and this is why it's so important for Satan to get that kill shot into every person on the planet. Because they know it's their doom. And we've proven that, I, I believe, over the last, I don't know, whatever, it's been 17 months since this whole thing started. He goes to kiss him. Uh, which and this whole thing is bizarre. I, I, spoiler alert! But she goes to kiss him. Right, and he, well, let me back up just a hair on that so you get the full context. Extraterrestrial, they're interdimensional. So Dr. Jacobs has been following this for decades, just like I have. Right. And we know that that they are very, very interested. These entities, wherever they're from, whoever they are, are obsessed with creating some sort of a hybrid being. And we've had reports from people that have encounters with these hybrid entities. In fact, in the film, Disclosure, Al Matthews had an encounter with a woman, Diane Kelly, who, in my opinion, was a hybrid. She goes to kiss him, uh, which in this whole thing is bizarre. Most likely she was a hybrid. Okay, he's not, I don't know if he's actually listened and read his book, but there's a, the big difference between hybrids and hybrids. Hybrids is half, whatever you want to call them, half alien, demonic creature, half human. But then what they do is they take the, the um, hybrids and they breed them again to a human. That turns it into one quarter alien and three quarters human. And in that case, those people can walk among us and you're not going to notice them. Now, I have, my have, do have listeners that have seen hybrids out in public. One listener, her and her husband both saw these two hybrids walking through a mall i believe it was in australia really big really tall women with really big eyes uh, abnormally large and i believe long necks well the anunnaki what the word means is long necks and the anunnaki's mentioned kian anunnaki in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done studies on them as well they're mentioned in the bible specifically
more than once. Again, these are the these are the types of things though that that typically five hundred one c three churches, corporate churches, because of the seminary brainwashing they've gotten, they just avoid it with a ten foot pole. They'll never you'll never hear a sermon preached on any of it. Even though, again, the Bible has all these things that it has to say about it and predictions about them coming back and things of this nature. Um, and that's why the body of Christ is being destroyed for lack of knowledge, at least regarding that. And they're ignorant of Satan's devices. So he's getting advantage of them. And it's not just that, but it's a multitude of other areas that that's going on. Right, a spoiler alert. But she goes to kiss him and he, and he pushes her away. Uh, and her eyes go reptilian. They completely shape shift. Yes. And in the whites, they go all yellow. Yeah, that's and, that's. But I, I saw the the one uh, tape of Bush doing that, uh, the, where they'll get they'll get reptilian slits, and then uh, they'll get like a gold color around the reptilian slits. So, that's pretty common. Um, I've had several. Listeners, see this firsthand. My daughter has saw it firsthand. It's uh, going on. They're here. They're among us. How many of them there are? What percentage of the population there? They've been put and reintegrated back into the population by design on purpose for when the big day comes. D-Day. Disclosure. Which will most likely be in concert with something like this Nasera Gesera, I believe, because they want it to seem like it's the next next best thing since sliced bread. They don't want to. If you were Satan, are you going to come as a big gigantic, you know, devil being with horns and a, and a tail and a pitchfork? Probably not going to want to present yourself that way to humanity. At least at the beginning. If you're trying to win hearts and influence people, you're going to want to come like you're the good guy. You're going to come like these Nordics that they're referred to, these Adonis, perfect body, perfect hair, perfect everything, blue-eyed, blonde hair, Nordics. It's how these ascended masters look. And so full of peace and love and light, and we're we're helping humanity guide it into the age of Aquarius. We're leaving the age of Pisces that was dominated by Jesus, and we're we're gonna bring you into the age of Aquarius, the golden new age. We're gonna take you from the old world order into the new world order. That's what their goal is, and we're helping humanity do that. And we're gonna have a lot of nice people helping us to do that, like Trump and JFK Jr. and whole bunch of other really good guy people. We're going to get rid of the bad cabal and we're going to bring in... Now, I'm speculating. I'm speculating. It may not go down that way. But it may. And I don't want you to be caught flat-footed if it does. Because there's more and more talk about them bringing Trump back. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It might be all disinformation just to keep everybody smoking the hopium. But it could happen. They may just choose to say, no, we're just going to go the hardcore route under Biden. I don't know. I heard some things about him, uh, and we're going to get into that soon, that he hasn't met the vaccination goals at this point, and he may be removed. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. 
believe that was from Mike Adams. We'll get into that in a little bit. Up till that point, she wore these dark, dark glasses, almost like swimmer goggles. They were obviously very special that wrapped around her head, which wouldn't allow any light in. Uh, so it, when and during that's earlier in in the interview with Al. So much later on in that interview, um, he goes up to where she lives. She's with a friend, and she takes the glasses off and she goes to kiss him. Um, and that's when all things go south. And that's when he came running to me uh, via Gordy Tong up in Canada. And I counseled with him and talked with him for probably an hour that night. We sent him a bunch of literature, and that's when he gave his life to Jesus. And that's when the abductions, he was, he's a lifelong abductee. We talk about that. So the public knows this much. I believe he meant that's when the abduction stopped. He forgot to say that, which is a really big deal. Go to the internet and key in C as in cat, E as in Edward, four, number four, research. CE4 research you want to add in joe jordan and it's a whole ministry devoted to interviewing abductees that who were getting abducted and then i believe most of the time they got saved cried out to jesus when they got abducted the next time and it was like throwing hot battery acid on the aliens when they when they came in they'll train they'll they'll phase shift right through the walls or right through the roof and I know it's hard to comprehend if they've got a body, how can they do that? I I don't know. But <laughs> thousands and thousands, I'd say, dare I say millions of people have seen them do it. But every single time somebody cries out to Jesus in faith, doesn't work with Buddha, doesn't work with Krishna, it only works with Jesus Christ, which is just further validates Christianity. Because there's only one name. Given among men, whereby which you must be saved, it's Jesus Christ. And there's only one name that's going to stop that. I've seen it work with me. Now, I haven't ever been abducted or anything like that, but I've in the spiritual warfare battles I've been, I have seen it work. Absolutely. It's the only thing that does work. And the, the, he's got a whole ministry devoted to just showing that. And guess what? None of the UFO conventions want to hear him speak. He's got the solution. The simple, easy solution to stop all of these abductions. And the alien, the uh, UFO community wants nothing to do with them because they're devils. They want to go around and say, well, we'll, we'll use crystals or we'll use our tinfoil hats or whatever they're going to do. We'll, we'll use witchcraft to keep them bang. They would rather go to hell and then the lake of fire than ever, and, and keep getting abducted, than ever have to call in the name of Jesus Christ. That's how much people despise the name of Jesus Christ deep down. A lot of people. Or at least the Jesus Christ of the Bible. If they, Maybe they can handle the big guy in the sky type of thing, the heavenly bellhop. Maybe they can handle that Jesus, but they can't handle the Jesus of the Bible. I'm telling you the truth. I mean, if that doesn't validate Christianity, I don't know what does. Because we know these abduction scenarios are absolutely, totally evil. We know that 2 to 3 to 4% of the population, when polled in private, have said they're abducted. That's millions of people. Are they all lying? Are they all nuts? Totally validates Christianity. That right there. So if you go to... Um, 
that website, CE4 Research, Joe Jordan, there's story after report after report, verified accounts where you can read their personal testimonies on this happening. And it's the only thing that works. And the UFO community wants nothing to do with it. Of the UFO puzzle, which is very nefarious, very dark, and it has an agenda. And that is to create a human-alien hybrid, which then can interface in the world. And that's we're already seeing it. We've had reports from people. So that would be more of an end-time Bible prophecy sort of thing, exactly. which I've talked about here a lot. So this is some, a, a satanic agenda, if you will, to for what specifically? Well, this is why we call it the coming great deception of the Luciferian endgame. Why would President, former President Barack Hussein Obama, out of all the things he could talk about, right, in, in light of the UFO disclosure, Obama goes, there's going to be new religions. How can he make a statement like that? How does he know there's going to be new religions? Well, think about it. How does he know there's going to be new Well, when the scenario goes down that I've been talking about for, again, 15 years, where these ascended masters come back? which is going to happen in one way, shape, or form. This is going to be the crux of the whole New World Order agenda deception. And they're most likely going to introduce us to the Antichrist and false prophet, or they're going to be one of them. They're going to point to them. At the same time, they're going to introduce the whole world. Now, a lot of people already know about this to the ancient astronaut theory. It's, it's embedded in so many Hollywood films where they were our creators whatever they're going to say billions of years ago and we evolved into what we are now feeding into the whole evolution darwinism lie and there's different versions of 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 this but if you can ancient astronaut i'll in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com you'll I've, I've covered this many times but essentially we're their little science project I believe that show Prometheus. Uh, yeah, I think that sci-fi show Prometheus, where we're we're basically the byproduct of a dead, diseased, uh, giant nephilim. And that's how we evolved from that in, in that particular case. And we've messed things up, though, humanity. We've really messed things up bad. We've got religion all wrong. Especially Christianity. In fact, that's the only one that's really wrong. All the other religions, yeah, they're all, they're all right, you know, because they're leading you to hell anyway. But Christianity, true Bible, yeah, yeah, that's that's really you're really, and you don't really know who Jesus is either. He's one of us. In fact, here he is. Yeah, Master Jesus, the Ascended Master, Esau Sananda Emmanuel, is his full name. He's one of us. He's one of the lower on the totem pole, but yeah, he's one of us. And we're going to send him to the Christians to straighten them out. And we're going to send emissaries to Buddhism and to Islam and to all the other religions of the world to straighten them out. Probably going to have holographic projections of whatever all of the people are expecting their awaited savior to look like. For Buddha, Buddhists, it'll be the fifth Buddha. For Hindus, it'll be Krishna. For Muslims, it'll be the Imam Mahdi. For Christians, it'll be Jesus. For Jews, it'll be their awaited Messiah. Big, gigantic holographic projections in the skies of what they think their Savior will most likely look like. Some derivation of that. 
That'll all be done probably in conjunction with, you know, gigantic UFOs, these types of things, Project Bluebeam in play here, all the technology the government has. This just end-time awaited deception on a scale that you can't even, and I can't even comprehend. But that's the kind of, if, if people are so easily duped now to take this stinking kill shot, with everybody that has the same access to computers. And I understand that, yeah, the search engines and these things are... But I just don't get it. All the people dropping dead, all the people getting injured, that's not hard to see. It's everywhere. Still, they take it. So, what the COVID thing's proven to me is humanity truly is ripe for the coming Antichrist and false prophet and ascended masters and that coming deception to bring us into the new world order now i'm not saying that a lot of people haven't woken up but even if you're woke up about the covid19 shot that doesn't mean you're going to be woke up about the coming alien deception and if they bring in people like trump and supposedly jfk jr and all these supposed patriots in the q movement and then you've got your false prophets over at tbn and daystar and in all of these areas saying oh no this is this is jesus christ coming back we're going to set up our kingdom on earth he's going to rule from here and all revelation is going to be done away with in the book of daniel that's called dominionism because that's how i think it would go down because if you believe you're ruling and reigning with christ then the mark of the beast doesn't apply and whatever that entity that you believe and you put your trust in is telling you to do, you're probably going to do it. I, you know, I, I just got to believe this has something to do with where the Bible says, narrow is the way which leadeth to life eternal, and few there be that find it. Broad is the way to destruction, and many there be that go thereat. Now, it's not the only criteria for salvation, obviously. That's not the, the main one. The main one is... You know, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? His, are you trusting in his death, burial, and resurrection? And not your own works of righteousness to get you into heaven. If you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, that's what the main criteria is there. If you're not familiar with that, please go to contendingfordruth.com and click on the True Salvation tab in the upper right. And I've got a series of teachings like salvation, baptism, Lord's Supper, bearing the cross of Christ, uh, overcoming, things that happen after salvation. I try to make it as comprehensive as I could. I just we're we're just I really believe we're on the cusp of the grandest delusion that the world has ever ever. It is the strong delusion of Second Thessalonians chapter two that God said He was sending. For those that have no love for the truth. That's why it's so important to seek truth. Humble yourself before God. Seek truth. Seek wisdom. Seek knowledge. Seek understanding. Humble yourself before God. And put, put pride far away from you. Because pride is the... Um, pride cancels out humility. <laughs> The antidote for pride is humility and fear of God. 
That's whom the Lord dwells with, it says. They that have a meek and contrite heart and tremble at his word. He's not going to dwell with the proud. You think you got it all figured out and you know everything and you're a hot shot or whatever. And I'm not accusing my listeners of that. I'm just saying if that's how a lot of Christians, I think, view themselves. And then he's not going to dwell with you. He's not going to show you the truth. Unless he hits you upside the head with a ball bat, which can happen. That's called the severity of God. And that can also lead you to the truth. I mean, what does he know that we don't know? And why is it that the top of his list new religions and then we're going to see the military expand their budget okay so he's on the inside track at least on on some in some way so look what people need to understand this is why we released the film for free lisa is because i call it the coming great deception i believe that the church is taken out before the full revealing but the bottom line is we're already seeing so much stuff we don't know how long we're going to be here before that happens. Now, again, whether you're pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip, pre-wrath, whatever, I think that it's important just to be prepared for any scenario that's put before you. And I did a whole teaching on post-trip versus pre-trip. Okay, uh, you can go access that. But whatever you're, and I don't let that be something that divides me about anybody, okay? with anybody i'm just saying be ready no matter what is the point i never thought i'd live to see the day but we are it's happening as i speak and it's in all forms of media it's not just george norrie anymore coast to coast i was on his show a, a week ago um uh, last last monday and uh you know george i said george it's this thing's coming down and it's no longer you know tinfoil hat conspiracy people but people like george and you and myself are so far down the rabbit hole, we know about the other agenda. So Obama's talking about new religions. I've been banging this drum for decades. Oh, and I, again, the new religions is when when this all goes down. With this, if you just want to call the coming of the false prophet and the antichrist, you're going to have the, I mean, and I really believe that it's obviously going to get distilled down into one religion. The one world uh, New World Order religion under Antichrist and false prophet. Maybe initially there might be a multiple religions when the Ascended Masters. But listen, in order to have a cohesive New World Order, where everybody's kind of on the same satanic page, it's going to be one religion. They're going to amalgamate all the false religions in the world into one, where the Antichrist is worshipped as God, essentially. That's the coming. And the backbone of that will be witchcraft, as I've said for many years. They show up. The religions of the world will, in fact, fall of their own weight. They will collapse. Why? Because so-called ET, which are interdimensional entities, i.e. fallen angels, posing as extraterrestrials, they will say that the, we, ET, created all life on this planet, that we started the world's uh, we genetically manipulated early man. Okay, this, is, this is the ancient astronaut theory. And again, why, though, will all the religions fall, including, I'd say, 99% of Christianity? Now, I'm talking about the corporate Christianity. Well, it's because the shepherds have, for the most part, and I'm not going to say, I don't want to make a blanket statement like they've got no true love for the sheep. Maybe they do, but they've been taught the wrong way. A lot of the shepherds. 
They haven't been taught about the coming deception. You know, so, oh, that's just the, the seminary. So blow that off. Bless God, blow that off, brother. That's that's just that tinfoil hat wearing garbage. We're, we're not going to ever. And so their congregations are totally flat-footed and ill-equipped to deal with the coming end-time deception. That's been the whole focus of my ministry for 15, really 20 years. But 15 in earnest when I actually was on Sermon Audio and then went over to ContendingForTruth.com. Because I saw there was this gigantic need in the, and it wasn't being taught in the churches. And I spent time in the churches from, you know, basically 94 up until, my word, I mean, 2005, different types. Baptist, really hardcore independent fundamental Baptist, King James only, hardcore Pentecostal charismatic. I kind of run the gamut, you know, and I've been in other types of churches as well, but I've never, I've never been in any church on a corporate setting where they were doing anything to prepare their congregations for the coming great deception, what that is going to entail. It's a big, big, big thing. That's why I do five-hour studies, because a lot of it is just preparing, trying to prepare my listeners for this deception coming. ...started the world's religions, kick-started the world's civilizations. Now, at this critical juncture in human history, we're back to usher mankind into a golden age. I might make this stuff up. I heard this literally 45 years ago when I was involved in the New Age, before I was a Christian. Yes. I've only been a Christian 41 years. So 45 years ago, in New Age circles, all this was being bandied about. Yes. That when they showed up, certain people would be lifted off the planet who weren't ready for the paradigm shift. There's actually a Hollywood TV show talking about something like 100 million people vanished from the earth. Gee, what does that sound like? They're already, they're already promulgating it for crying out loud. So this new religion, which I believe will be the religion that we hear about, the one world global government, the one world global religion will have its roots and underpinnings in the whole so-called ET agenda. Yes. Now, when do you think that they, I mean, nobody knows when, but do you think the government will end up disclosing it? Well, like we've already referenced, we don't think they're gonna release much or a nothing burger in the next couple of days. But that aside, in the future, do you think that it will be disclosed via governments of the world or they'll just make themselves known? How do you foresee that going? Um, I think when disclosure happens, it will be you know, what we saw with COVID-19, the Wuhan flu, right? Whatever you want to call it. The entire planet in lockstep shut everything down. Never seen anything like that before. That's a precursor to what we're looking at. When they show up, Lisa, everything changes. Life as we know it will be referred to before they came and after they arrived. Yes. That's how it will be. It will change everything and do so radically. The religions of the world, and I'm not making this stuff up, Stephen Bassett's been banging this drum for, for a long time. The religions of the world will just crumble. They'll fall and, their own. And Stephen Bassett is one of those really, I, I have a very horrible feeling about the guy. He just looks very self-centered. All he really cares about is He's going to, they're going to relish all the religions of the world crumbling, including what they perceive to be, and really the only one that they really care about is Bible-believing Christianity, because so many people, particularly at the top of the UFO movement, are of the father, the devil, and of his lust, and of his works, they will do. All they care about is the goodies they're going to get from the aliens. They want the technology. 
and they'll sell their soul and they'll whatever it takes to get disclosure because that's why they want disclosure they want to see all religions of the world but in particular bible believing christianity um die and they want the tech they want the goodies that satan is going to give them i, I I've, I've listened to enough of them speak and that is exactly the case now there may be other reasons i'm not saying there's not but those are two of the big ones wait because et will tell us this is what they'll tell us that they created jesus Yes. They created Buddha, Mohammed, Krishna. That's what they're going to say. Yep. They'll have a holographic film of the crucifixion. How do I know yep. that? Because we've talked to people that have seen it. Yep. Abductees who have been taken aboard the ship have seen, allegedly, holographic film of the crucifixion and then the resurrection. They've seen that. Of course, it's not what, what we believe. The grays are all over this thing. And, you know, Jesus yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little while since I talked about that one, but. I, I, I could have swore there was one version. Now, there, again, think about it. You're, you're abducted. You're taking your show in this film. Okay, here's, here's Jesus. No, I think he's getting it wrong there because the, the versions I've heard is that the version that they're shown is that Jesus never was really crucified. He was whisked off the cross and moved into um, Europe and there married, married Mary Magdalene, I believe. And this is where we get the Merovingian bloodline of the Illuminati from. Okay. Which is supposedly the bloodline, which is one of the 13 families of the Illuminati, which is supposedly uh, the bloodline of Jesus Christ. Okay. It's, it's as blasphemous as they get. Because if we don't have the cross, then we don't have salvation through Jesus Christ. Because then he didn't die on the cross to save our souls. And if he didn't die on the cross to save our souls, then there's no resurrection. So I think he's getting that a little bit confused because that, that's, from what I can remember, that's the version I heard where it's totally discrediting. Why would the aliens want to give any validity to Jesus dying on the cross for your sins in the resurrection? I don't know why he'd want to do that. That's not the version. Now, granted, maybe he's heard different versions than I have. Satan can't keep his story straight half the time, but the version I just told you is much more damning if you think about it, it's much more, oh, wow, there really is no hope. Jesus never did do what he said. It's a total insane lie, but that's what they're being shown aboard these ships that they're being taken. Now, not everybody, but I have heard this more than once. This is one of theirs, as it were, which is why he could do all those miracles. I mean, they're going to they're gonna flip everything like this. And what they'll tell us is, well, we couldn't really come forward because you guys were too primitive. But now, you know, you, you, the Industrial Revolution, and here you are, it's the Atomic Age, and you're ready. You're ready to become part of the galactic community. Welcome to the coming Great Deception. And they'll have two things. And you've heard me talk about this at conferences. How, how many years does this go back? They'll have two things. They'll have the free energy, which pilots the crap. Yep. And they'll have this little implant. Which you'll take on your they're back of your They're going to have free hand. energy and they're going to have the med beds. I keep hearing about that so much in these Q-drops. I, I listen to them a little bit because I'm still trying to keep a kind of a pulse, my, my finger on the pulse of this whole Trump-Sarah thing that I keep hearing about. Where they're saying that Sarah Gacera is actually with Trump. Now, Trump miraculously, he's going on tour. He's doing rallies now. He just did his first rally since, you know the election or whatever or since the i don't know biden was sworn in did his first rally yesterday 
And so now there's, I'm, I'm really seeing a lot, even more beating of the bandwagon. Why is he doing that unless he plans on making some type of comeback? What's the point? Top report on populist press. Trump makes his comeback at rally. Uh, Trump says, I told you so, meaning regarding Biden. Uh bad uh let's see um i'm I'm, tr- I'm just reading these headlines because this is like uh they're they praise trump as much as they can on this populist press trump exposes biden's evil agenda uh trump pushes rhinos out oh yeah right yeah right like he's not a rhino again i i, I expose this guy as much as i could possibly do and people just still think he's whatever donald trump is back in a big way he's spiking the football on all things that was that he was correct about oh yeah okay what about yeah like like the vaccines take that beautiful wonderful kill shot if you don't you know you better be thanking me for that because you wouldn't have it without me if you was biden was in here you wouldn't have it for another 10 years as he was saying right off his own presidential thing read it to you his first rally of what is considered the 2022 campaign season occurred on saturday and the 45th president of the United States wasted no time in laying in the Biden administration and the effect of its policies. After five months of the Biden administration is already a complete and total catastrophe. Trump said, I told you, crime is surging, murders are soaring, police departments are being gutted, illegal aliens are over. And that, yeah, it's, it's all true. So I've always said that they're going to use a moment in the maximum moments of desperation in order to ever implement their agenda. And it seems that they're creating that maximum moments of, or this maximum, not moment, but time of desperation through Biden and Kamala Harris and that whole democratic apparatus. We'll see. I, I can't be dogmatic. All I can do is kind of bounce things off you regarding that because I don't, I can't say no 100% sure how this is all going to go down. On your forehead, which will change your DNA. So you live three to five hundred years with, with absolutely no disease. He's talking about the mark of the beast. And they'll couch it as a DNA upgrade. And it will be mandatory for everyone to take the mark. How do I know that? Because we've taken out the implant. We had a guy who He didn't a- take out the mark of the beast implant, LA, I'm sorry. Because if that was a if that was a real mark of the beast implant, that guy couldn't buy, sell, or trade without it. Not only that, we're only gonna have the real mark of the beast implant when we're like three and a half years into the tribulation. Because that's when it's implemented, around that time frame. He causes all small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on the right hand of the forehead. That's associated with the number 666. Okay, We're not in the tribulation yet. The temple hasn't been rebuilt. The Antichrist and false prophet are not on the scene yet. I mean, remember, the Antichrist is going to basically cause everyone. Well, the, the, the COVID shots, the... Okay, so there's a there's a central antichrist figure on the planet right now that is causing all to receive the COVID shot in his right hand or in his forehead. Well, no, it's more like left or right shoulder. Oh, okay. Well, there's a big red flag right there. And where is the antichrist and false prophet? I didn't know they had arisen yet. I could have swore that all the countries still had their own autonomous leaders, as corrupt and evil as they are. I don't see the Antichrist on the scene yet. Has he confirmed 
the covenant with many nations in Israel? The peace covenant for seven years? Well, no. Has the temple been rebuilt that he's going to go in at the midpoint of the tribulation and commit the abomination of desolation in? Well, no. Well, then we're not in the tribulation. It's real super simple. And not every single person on the planet has received the vaccine, or will they receive it? And at least at this point, it's not connected with your bank account. Buy, sell, or trade. Well, yeah, but I can't get into this concert. Yo, can you go up to the, to the convenience store and buy food? Can you go buy gas? I'm just telling you, there's so many holes in the theory that the COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast, which I still keep seeing. And, it, you know, all I care about is what the Bible says. And if it's not lining up with the word of God, I throw it out. Yes, is it very, is it the most mark of the beast-like thing we've ever seen up to this point? Absolutely. Wouldn't argue with you a minute on that. But it's not the mark of the beast. Numerous times, from five years old to 45, we did the surgery. We're the only Christian team that's ever done this. It was so patient. he took an implant out, but it's not the mark of the beast, okay? It's not the mark of the beast implant. Okay, that's going to come, again, for, far into the tribulation, and we're not there yet. But yes, are there demonic, are there alien implants in people that, absolutely. But that's not the mark of the beast implant. For 17, Dr. Roger Lear, his protocol, we did x-rays, CAT scans, ultrasounds, the whole nine yards. It's all in the best of watches. And I'll be, I'm making part two to this film. We're gonna show some of that uh, in, in part two. Because again, we need to educate people that you think UFOs are real? You have no idea of the nefarious agenda that they have planned. Cattle mutilations, implants, the hybridization, this human-alien hybrid. They're, they're already walking amongst us, according to David Jacobs, who was a secular researcher yes. who doesn't have the biblical foundation like we do. We yep. do. And all of this, uh, like the mark of the beast, that was spoken of in Bible prophecy. Things that were warned, you know, years before the... Can you imagine if pastors were actually doing that type of research? Being like good or at least delegating to somebody in their congregation to do that like a deacon or somebody get on this this is a this is a device of satan that my sheep are, are ignorant of get on this deacon whoever and then that person would come up and maybe specialize in that and educate the flock could you imagine how strong the body of christ could be and ready they could be to face what's coming and to know how to target prayer and fasting of course if that was the case the war would probably be a whole lot different place. I, I've tried, man. I, I have, but I'm only one person, and the Bible does predict it's, it's going to be this way. It, it did predict that this strong delusion is going to happen, unfortunately even existed today so I find that absolutely fascinating especially from our Christian perspective because much of it is in line with the Bible and Bible prophecy and that's why I like what you do because you really dive into the questions that no one's asking or wants to ask or dares to ask or gives you the label of conspiracy theorist or whatever and today that's the case I think there's more and more evidence coming out in public we know Tucker Carlson did an entire episode on it we've had um, the former what is it FBI director blanking on his name was it the FBI director come out and talk about CIA it was um yeah 
I, I know who you mean. I can't think of a guy's name. Either. Like, it's on the tip of my tongue, but he came right. out as... Right. Yeah, no, he, he said the same thing. He said that the phenomenon is real. Real. Yeah. Anyway, that goes on in about another seven minutes, but that was the gist of, of what I wanted to kind of cover there. Now, this, just to, so we can cover it, the UFO disclosure and agenda, what is coming, uh, or I'm sorry, government UFO report released, okay? And they're interviewing this guy named Dr. Seth Showstock, and uh, just a brief video on this, what happened this week with that. A new government report on UFOs was released, and the bottom line, there, ex there exists no worldly explanation as to a number of episodes. The unclassified government report on UFOs hot off the presses. It says preliminary assessment, preliminary assessment, and it's clearly preliminary. The government concentrated its review on 144 reports of unidentified aerial phenomena since 2004. Oh my God. Of those, 143 remain unexplained. The other 143, what are they? They don't know. They could be anything. Dr. Seth Shostak is a senior astronomer so at it's kind of like you know big some compared it like a big nothing burger kicking the can down the road kind of what i mean whenever the government says there's going to be some big gigantic unveiling of something don't expect much and that's what you pretty much got here study institute in mountain view they did not rule out anything in any category and that means they didn't rule out what's called atmospheric clutter you know just things in our airspace they didn't rule out you know, Russian or, or Chinese vehicles. They didn't rule out alien vehicles. They, 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 they just couldn't say. 21 of the reports possibly demonstrate technological capabilities unknown to the U.S. The most interesting thing to me was that they said these are, at least some of them, are real physical objects. The report notes these unidentified objects threaten flight safety and may pose a challenge to U.S. national security. It concludes that the U.S. government needs to invest in better ways to collect and analyze these reports. Oh, like they don't know what's totally going on, please. Shawstack is not overly concerned. I don't see anything in this report that's going to discourage me from getting on a commercial airline this weekend and flying somewhere. I don't think we're going to hit uh, you know, a Klingon craft. So you're right. I think it just leaves everything exactly where it was. Exactly. So what's next? Well, the government plans on updating federal lawmakers within 90 days on plans to improve collecting data and how they will better observe the phenomena. Now, most likely when this goes down, it's going to be like the maximum shock and awe, which is an Illuminati type principle. Order out of chaos. It's not going to just be oh we're going to just now granted we've been we have been ha having soft disclosure for a lot of years which is their way of warning us about what's coming here but i really believe when it goes down it's going to happen in a very short time period where people will be traumatized and when you're in a traumatized state and your adrenals are just dumping adrenaline and then they get exhausted you're in a you, you get to a much more suggestible position very quickly if you're just in an absolute maybe terrified type of situation so we'll see we'll see uh let's go further okay this next part i entitled this calling evil good which is the norm now there has been a huge george floyd statue unveiled in new york new jersey a place that george floyd had zero connection to George Floyd, 
the porn star, career criminal, serial drug addict, who beat a pregnant woman and held a gun to her stomach when robbing her, George Floyd. But see, if you're wicked and evil, they'll make statues of you now. Gigantic statues, bronze statues that probably cost who knows how much to make. When statues were reserved for iconic war leaders, pioneering scientists and inventors whose genius immeasurably improved the human condition, artists and poets whose great works enriched our lives with beauty and wonder. Who do we erect statues of now? Convicted violent criminals who robbed pregnant women at gunpoint. <laughs> 700-pound bronze statue unveiled Wednesday outside City Hall in Newark. Yeah, really. RT reports Newark and its mayor, Raz J. Baraka, posted a photo of the new 700-pound bronze statue on social media Wednesday and revealed that it had been donated to the city by the artist Stanley Watts. The larger-than-life statue sits on a large bench outside City Hall and shows George Floyd in a sleeveless vest. So we're tearing down statues of people who built hospitals, schools, and set up scholarships because of how they earned their money, yet statues are now being erected in honor of violent, convicted criminals. There are many worthy black people to put up statues of, but a violent criminal who was killed while being arrested is definitely not one of them. The mob is literally tearing down statues of America's founding fathers and replacing them with this. What could possibly go wrong? I'll tell you what. A brutal, Maoist-style cultural revolution in the United States. That's what this represents. Reverse cultural colonization, the desecration of public spaces, all facilitated by government decree. And whether you think the COVID-infected, heart disease-suffering fentanyl addict George Floyd was unjustly killed or not, it doesn't matter. Because this statue has way more to do with BLM than it does George Floyd. Floyd was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina. He grew up in Houston and he died in Minneapolis. He has no connection whatsoever to Newark. But that doesn't matter because it's really not about him. It's about the mob exerting its power. Planting flags and erecting statues physically occupied space and enshrining symbolic idols is not just about projecting dominance it's about inducing demoralization why do you think this flag which now incorporates BLM is flying over US embassies that's the gay gay fried uh, pride flag buildings and cultural institutions across the Western world must be because BLM and the LGBT movement is so oppressed right hardly it's about inducing demoralization and projecting omnipresent influence and control. Meanwhile, Christian statues across the West are being desecrated and decapitated. In 1971, the New York Times reported, one of the early objectives of the Cultural Revolution in China was to wipe out the four olds. Old things, old ideas, old customs, and old habits. And as Chris Talgo writes, much like the Chinese Cultural Revolution of the 60s, the American woke revolution is hell-bent on destroying any and all vestiges of traditional society, especially those that celebrate freedom, individualism, and American exceptionalism in general. Where is this heading next? Remember when German leftists responded to concerns about migrants dealing drugs in a park in Berlin by literally erecting a statue of an African drug dealer. Is George Floyd gonna be sandblasted into the side of Mount Rushmore? And is that enough? Maybe we need to replicate Brazil's Christ the Redeemer, but with George Floyd on it and then erect it next to the White House. I mean, they already had a George Floyd exhibit at the Holocaust Museum in Florida. So at this point, uh, don't yeah. rule anything out. Yeah, yeah if, it, if it's wicked and evil, it's good.
in today's brave new world. Okay, so next report. Uh, and this this happened this last week. Uh, Canada completely bans free speech. Overnight passes bill at 1.30 a.m. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this here. Yeah, Canada has just turned into an absolute police state. We have known, as reported on this program, that Canada is a sinking ship. It is quickly sliding into communism, now has gone full-blown communist. Overnight, free speech has died in Canada. While Canadians, unsuspectingly, were sleeping, had no idea that this was going on, Trudeau, as we know, has sold out to the CCP and is 100% in bed with the Communist Chinese Party. Joining us now is the outspoken activist, the targeted patriot, and Canadian. we got to rescue this guy. Chris Skye joining us now with this breaking news. No Nobody in the United States reporting on this right now. Aaron Cates hit me up earlier today. He told us about this, so I had to go directly to you. What do we have? Oh, Stu, it's it's disgusting. We were sounding the alarm about this. We were talking about how they wanted to regulate free speech even further on the Internet. They already have the ability to just censor you right out. Like, they, they deleted Donald Trump off of all the social media. They deleted me off of Instagram. But now they passed a bill overnight at 1.30 in the morning without any public discourse, any actual vote, any type of democratic process whatsoever. We don't even know how they voted this through. Bill C-10, and it gives the government 100% control to police all forms of content on the Internet. And it allows them to treat social media companies like the public broadcasters on TV. So they can can force them to change their algorithms to promote Canadian content. They can force them to change their algorithms to suppress whatever content they don't want. And they can outright censor virtually anything they want. It is absolutely, it's literally the most draconian bill ever passed. Like you said, he is literally, he, he said on video how much he admires China's dictatorship. And he is going full out Chinese dictatorship on this because there is no bill like this in any country in the world, as far as my knowledge. It goes that far and gives the government that much power with so little oversight that it's just, it's like, it, Canada doesn't even exist anymore. If you speak we went, out against the vaccine, if you speak out, that uh, if you question the so-called world-ending plague, the fake virus in any way, shape, or form, if you question the Canadian government, if you question laws and legislation, if you question anything, at this point, the government now has the authority to get rid of that and more than likely to come after you in some retaliatory or... Uh, retaliatory uh, criminal fashion if you should violate their rules. Is that right? Well, if you're if you're just somebody on the site promoting content, like if I'm just on a Facebook or an Instagram, they can police Instagram to police me. And if Instagram or Facebook doesn't do what they say, they can be criminally liable. So what's going to happen is you're just going to see people like me or people, anyone that's speaking out against the narrative, just getting censored, 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 because they're not going to want to deal with the consequences from the government. And these tech companies want to censor you anyway, so it's just giving them another excuse and more plausible deniability. They're really working hand-in-hand with the government to censor anti-government voices. Because we all know big tech is far left. It's really in in cahoots with the government. That's why they censor conservative voices that's why they kick donald trump off of uh, off of social media but that's what's happening now now they have complete control like it wasn't bad enough that they could just delete your instagram it wasn't bad enough that they could just put you on a no-fly list it wasn't bad enough that they can literally make a warrant for something they said you're going to do now 
every single thing you say will be scrutinized. For those of so you that didn't see the previous know. interview that I had with the Canadian Patriot and outspoken activist, brave soul, Chris Skye, uh, previously on this program, Chris Skye broke that he was targeted by the Canadian government. Uh, a warrant was issued for his arrest. A preemptive warrant was issued for his arrest. Now, we have jokingly said that there was a movie in the past where they released little bots to come out and tell you that they were the preemptive crime unit, the predictive crime unit. Remember the movie? Okay. Well, Minority report. This actually happened to Chris Skye. The government in Canada issued a warrant for your arrest for an event that you might speak at. Needless to say, yeah. you did not speak at the event, but a warrant was still issued for your arrest. In case and guess what? The warrant is still active for my arrest, even though they know firsthand that I never showed up to the event. Not only did I not show up to the event, I wasn't even in the province when the event happened. So why would they keep that warrant out for my arrest? You know why? So now if I'm traveling through that province, they can literally just kidnap me, throw me in jail, and bring forth a whole bunch of conditions that they'll want me to sign in order to let me out of jail. Or they'll hold me in jail for who knows how long. And they won't give me a trial, they won't give me bail. And guess what condition they'll give me? Oh, you're not allowed to speak in Manitoba. You're not allowed to talk to this person, this person, or this person in Manitoba. Then as soon as I sign that, if I go and try to speak in an event and exercise my rights as a Canadian citizen, now I'm in a breach of my conditions, which is a criminal charge. And they can literally lock me up. And if you think they aren't locking people up and throwing away the key, Kevin J. Johnson in Calgary, is a, uh, he's, a, he's a candidate for mayor. So they're targeting political people. They arrested Maxime Bernier, the head of the CCP in Manitoba, with the same kind of warrant as me, preemptive. He was going to speak somewhere. So when he arrived in the province, they grabbed him and they arrested him. And that's a political leader of a political party. So they're targeting political dissidents now with these draconian laws that they're making up as they go along. And if that wasn't bad enough, if that wasn't bad enough... Uh, Sorry, someone was calling me here. I got sidetracked there. That's all right. Uh, so free speech is dead, and now you're hearing that in July it's going to get even worse as it relates to these vaccines. What do you have there? 100 billion percent. Unlike, unlike in the United States where your governors, at least some of them like Governor DeSantis and others, stood up and said, there's no way we're allowing a vaccine passport in our state. We're not going to allow people to forcibly get you. We're going to talk about good old DeSantis today as well dictate your medical privacy laws we're not going to allow businesses to deny service for people based on them not giving into a medical experiment fantastic that's the way it should be what do we have in canada they tell us on tv first of all last year i was a conspiracy theorist for even mentioning there's such thing as a vaccine passport i was a crazy person don't listen to me there's no such thing as a vaccine passport now that they have the vaccine passport dangling in front of everyone's face I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist because if I don't want the vaccine passport, I'm a crazy bad person because obviously it's just there for our health and safety and has nothing to do with removing our rights and freedoms and making them government-granted privileges predicated on taking an inoculation against our will. Of course not. It has nothing to do with that. So that's what they said. Then they just put up a false poll and say, by the way, Canada, 80% of you want this. Our CBC, Lies. which is a news agency that receives $600 million from the federal government, Okay, so how impartial do you believe they are? They put up a CBC poll and said 80% of Canadians want the vaccine passport. They didn't even tell you the sample size of the poll. They didn't even tell you who they polled. They just put up a randomized poll and said because of that, 80% of Canadians want it. Then what do they do next? Trudeau goes on TV looking stoned as hell, looking like he's on all types of different drugs. 
and just tells the Canadian public, by the way, as of July 5th, if you're vaccinated, you won't have to quarantine or go to a government internment facility anymore. And by the September, October, we're going to have in place the full-out vaccine passport. No, no, no talk, no democratic process. No, which is what they're they're trying to bring here, and, and they are in certain states. They're trying to roll that in. And Canada, if you want to know what where they want to take America, just look at Canada, where they really want to take the rest of the world. UK and Canada, Canada might be one of the worst places on the planet. I mean, regarding this whole thing. And um, like I said a long time ago, they pushed all their chips in on this one. And they've got too much invested to back off. No debate, no vote, no public discourse, no talk between the provinces and the, and the federal government. No, just a draconian a TV spot for five minutes where our dictator in chief comes on TV to tell us exactly what they're going to do to us against our will. Whether so we like here's it or what not. I would say to all of the Americans that are watching this thing and saying, well, this is Canadian news. This is Canada. This doesn't really affect me. There's no way that that will ever come here. You are absolutely wrong. It already has come here. There was a dictator inserted, installed into power as the leader of the free world, the most powerful person on the planet, under the guard of 25,000 U.S. military soldiers with nobody present in a so-called fake live TV broadcast behind electrified razor wire. If that doesn't tell you that communism right. exists in this country, then you need He's to go talking about Biden being sworn in immediate mental health evaluation. Furthermore, if it can happen in Canada with vaccine passports, it's happening in California with Governor Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, I thought he was recalled. I don't know what's going on there. September, uh, September. It's going to happen here in the United States, and it's going to happen everywhere. There is absolutely no doubt that this is the case. This is going to happen. We are sounding the alarm now. We're tinfoil hats. Right. This is why I'm not backing off on, on the COVID thing, why I've been going at this you know, eat, eating, breathing, sleeping this since, you know, January before last January. Uh, because they're not backing off, I'm not going to back off. There's no way. So, let's keep going forward here. And this is kind of related. Uh, another Canadian pastor arrested on new charges now. I, I think I did report on this pastor one time. Uh, this isn't Pastor Pol Polowski. This is another one. Canadian pastor arrested on new charges after underground underground worship following church building seizure. Pastor Tim Stevens was arrested on Monday afternoon on the new charges after Fairview Baptist Church gathered for an underground worship for the second week in a row. Their church was effectively seized by Alberta Health Services. So they seized their church. And that wasn't good enough. Now they're saying, don't you dare assemble anywhere. Now the mosque and all the other churches that are, that are going along with whatever satanic mandate they're being told to go along with, I'm, they're probably okay. But any church that's going to buck the government in any way, shape, or form and, and stand up against this tyranny, no, that's, that will not be permitted. You will be made an example of. So they already seized the church, and now they're saying you can't have underground worship. Well, that's, you know, that's persecution on a scale that uh, I don't think we've seen in our lifetimes. Not in North America, you know, not, not, in, not in Canada and America that I'm aware of. Alberta authorities were forced to drop other charges against Pastor Tim last month after discovering that Alberta Health Services never served Pastor Stevens, 
with the court order he was accused of having violated. So they messed up there, so they just redoubled their efforts. The That effectively ended the case against Pastor Tim, but he will now be facing another legal battle. Here's a picture of uh, all his little kids. He's got at least one, two, three, four, five children that are bawling as their daddy is in the back of the uh, police cruiser with bars in it. They're all bawling. I, I don't even want to play the thing. It's gut-wrenching as he's being taken away. I haven't I'll probably check this in a second if there's been any more updates on this. But over the weekend, an ever-growing crowd gathered at the undisclosed location where they got busted for their underground church services. And he shared the words, sang songs of praise, and heard Pastor Tim preach. As worship progressed, a police helicopter discovered the gathered congregation. Why, didn't, why don't they have one of those rail guns on the police helicopter and just spray i don't know 30 caliber bullets into the building kill everybody man woman and child babies all because that's what needs to happen come on wouldn't you all agree isn't that what needs to happen they all need to die they need to be made a satanic example of and any other pastor that would do this obviously i'm being sarcastic but you know i like to do that to dramatize where where does it lead next can't even have an underground services well you seize my church building don't have that anymore problem with would be being a, a church that is that has like uh, whatever corporate status they have because i'm sure they do you're subject to satan's jurisdiction regarding that that's why I never got into that. That's why I came out of that a long time ago. That whole system. Because I knew that yoking up with the government is not a biblical thing to do. And now Caesar's calling in the chips. Dr. Greg Dixon, who was like the forefront of the independent fundamental Baptist unregistered church movement, which I was a part of for a long time. He, he wrote a report and it was called When Caesar Calls the Chips In. And I believe I've even got a, a few key in that Caesar and Chips. I, I did a report on that a long time ago. Because that day's coming when all the privileges that the corporate churches have taken by operating under the banner of the government and being able to have subsidies and, and um, your corporate status and being able to write off the donations on their taxes and things like that. The price for all of that is now coming, that, 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 um, that bill is coming due. And, you're see, and the first places you're really seeing that are in Canada. Where unless you comply 100% with every single stinking satanic edict that they tell you to do, if you buck up the, to them at all, you will be jailed. You will be made, taken, uh, you will be made an example of. You will have everything taken from you. Now, I'm not saying they couldn't do it to somebody that, that like me as well. I just believe they're going to go after those types first because they're the ones that really need to be made an example of. I'm just checking again, and I don't see any updates on this, on that situation there. So I'm assuming he's still in jail. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Canada is 
man, that's about as bad as it gets on planet Earth regarding this COVID. And now maybe there's places that are worse, but they're getting there. Uh, next report, which kind of relates to the other one. And I have to put this out because, because I have played clips of Pastor Pulowski in the past past i can't just not warn if i see him yoking up with very questionable groups okay and this was sent to me by a longtime listener and i entitled a canadian pastor arthur Pulowski yoking up with daystar the the, the tv um the uh what do they call it the daystar television network the supposedly christian one so yoking up with daystar television network and the self-proclaimed holy ghost bartender heretic rodney howard brown my listener said have you seen this remember this heretic devil well yeah rodney howard brown goes way back i mean uh before well before i was even in ministry uh I, i'm gonna get into him in, in a little bit okay but this little uh, video here is called Canada Day is a Go. However, it will be in Tampa, Florida, with thousands of churches joining us. Okay, so I'm going to let you hear from Pastor Arter Polowski and the Holy Ghost bartender, Rodney Howard Brown. Now, I, that's what he goes by, Holy Ghost bartender. I'm not calling him that. That's what his moniker was. So, uh, you know, not too blasphemous there. And this is the... Here's the thing. I've been warning about this. All these doctors that have come out. I did a report on this, I don't know, two, three, four weeks ago. Maybe more. Where I was warning about Sherry Tenpenny. Where I was warning about Robert Kennedy Jr. Where I was warning about, you know, like Mike Adams and the Alex Joneses and all these doctors that are that are kind of coalescing and forming these big, gigantic groups. They're very, very, very typically pro-Trump. They're very everybody come together in unity they usually have a very horribly new age backbone to them meaning the the source and the core is usually very corrupted and the bible says if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do the bible says to not be ye yoked together with unbelievers for what communion hath righteousness with unrighteousness and with christ and with belial meaning the devil you don't, you just don't, oh, well, it's a good cause. I'm going to yoke up with them. No. no. I mean, it's one thing to go to, I think, a Planned Parenthood where there's Catholics and Christians gathered together and, and you're doing your thing and they're doing their thing. That's one thing. But I'm not going to yoke up with the Catholics and become buddy buddies with them. And because the Bible says not to do that. Because they're in a black death cult. Catholics are. They're in a works-based death cult that one of the centerpieces is total idolatry and sexual perversion of their pedophile priesthood i'm not going to yoke up with that sorry not happening i just think you need to be careful who you yoke up with the bible's very very clear on that because yoking up with the wrong people starts to corrupt you it never makes them better it corrupts you so you got to be super careful and that goes with your friends and you know really all acquaintances you have in your life you got to be careful 
So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Pastor Pulowski has, you know, platforms where he's speaking and then somebody that's pro-gay is speaking with rainbow flags. I've seen it at some of his things before. So he's got a lot of leaven in that ministry, okay? Does he have a backbone like a redwood? Yeah, he really does. Am I for what he's doing to buck up against the, the Canadian uh, tyrannical Draco Yes, I am. But his affiliations are horrible. Do I love the fact that he feeds like the worst of the worst of the homeless? Absolutely. Is that biblical? Absolutely. But then there's all this other leaven commingled with what he's doing. So that's why I cannot give some kind of blanket endorsement of him. And this is even further evidence of it. Doesn't mean I hate him or anything. It doesn't mean I'm not for the core of what he's trying to do to break free from the tyranny. But I'm not going to yoke up with the guy. You know, I can't do that. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Arthur Polowski, and I have a special treat for you. Uh, you won't believe who is standing next to me. One of your heroes. You're bombarding me every day uh, to to broadcast to, you know, to. One of your heroes, he said. A special treat. One of your heroes, the Holy Ghost bartender. And put pictures and I'm so busy uh, but here is right here I has few words for you hey Canada we want to tell you that we love you this is the Holy Ghost bartender Rodney Howard Brown yeah. We've got some big event that's going to be awesome on the 1st of July, Canada Day, right from the river. We're going to broadcast, and we want you to hook up with us. You can contact us on revival.com. And Bill Franken, Dr. Bill Franken, who everybody knows, is going to be a God's getting a special message for Canada. And Daystar Television Network of Canada is so going to We're going to have probably some special prophetic false prophecy for canada and then daystar second largest largest christian television network probably behind tbn is going to be broadcasting it all we're going to talk about daystar we're going to talk about rodney howard brown and I, I, honestly i started this and this just it was just like god just kept showing me more and more and more stuff about this about all of these horrible affiliations that are just now the norm and all justified under the idea of let's say fighting for freedom fighting against the covid tyranny listen i'm all for that but you still have to be careful about who you yoke up with across canada but we need pastors to pick it up off the live stream and beam it into your churches let your people know so bring bring daystar bring the live feed from daystar into your churches beam it in there and then my friend who's holding this camera is going to come and be with us as well it's going to be a phenomenal night we're going to sing the anthem it's all about canada it's time to open up it's time to stand up in jesus name canada will be shaken by the mighty hand of god friends uh, the prime minister and the premiers have cancelled canada day but god didn't so we're going to stand up for our country we're going to sing national anthem that says god keep our land glorious and free and we're going to pray and then we're going to do be blessed and see you next time now if you were just hearing that as a christian you'd be like well, I'm, I'm on board man well i gotta 
I'm all I'm all with this. But remember what I just said. Always revert back to what the word of God tells you to do. Okay? That's what you need to do. That's how we live our lives. Not based on our opinion or how our heart is. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man like Rodney Howard Brown. Don't want to do that. Cursed be the man that trusteth in, in man and then maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. I've been there. I've been in the hyper. This is hyper Pentecostal stuff now. He's yoking up with charismatic prosperity preachers now and Daystar, which is a prosperity preaching network. It's even how it's identified on the internet. I'm going to read it right to you. Okay, now there's so many clips available. Uh, if you can, Toronto Blessing Unmasked. If it's still up on the internet, those are my tapes that I sent a listener in the UK and he found a way to take VHS tapes because they're so old and actually put them up on the internet. It's like 20 hours of footage. Where you can really see Roddy Howard Brown going at it. I mean, it's just insane. But here's just a minute clip. And this is called, entitled, Getting Bombed in Drunken Church Through the Spirit. This is the Realms of God, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. This is a older clip, but... There are realms of the Holy Ghost that God wants to take the church into. This has been happening a lot in the meetings lately. One night, I sang my whole message, sang the altar call. I think I sang for about an hour and a half. I'm telling you, people left that night totally bombed on the Holy Ghost. I mean, I'm talking about drunk. Bombed and drunk on the Holy Ghost. Drunk. be open to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Bible says in the church everything should be done in decency and in order in the church of God. Charismatic churches are the last, are, are so far away from that, but yet it doesn't matter to them. They don't care. I remember one time I was at a church, uh, that church, Kingsway Christian Center in Cape Coral, real hyper-charismatic that was where I had all the stuff happen with the, the bones and the ashes on the, on the, uh, you know, we're breaking in between services and the cultists were leaving bones and ashes. Anyway, uh, and the, in the, uh, church, the pastor there, Corbin, I think it was, who ended up having to leave in disgrace over bad stuff, said something to the effect, I'm pretty sure I've heard him say it on more than one occasion that he says, let me tell you something. He says, one thing about the Holy Ghost. People say he's a gentleman. He's no gentleman. Let me tell you that. Because they're going up and they're laying hands on people. And they're falling down, smashing their heads against the carpet if there's not a catcher there. Okay. Somebody to catch them. There's no real Bible for that. Okay. At all. Or like women's falling down and, and you know, their dress flies up. Or... Um, falling down and, and barking and acting like animals and things of this nature. That's why he said that. He says the Holy Ghost is no gentleman. Meaning he's not going to, you know, this whole thing about, oh, he'll never force you to do anything, the Holy Ghost. and, and, and he, But from a charismatic pastor's standpoint, 
because that isn't the Holy Ghost, but he's perceiving it to be the Holy Ghost. He says the Holy Ghost is no gentleman. <laughs> and I heard him say that on more than one occasion. And you see these clips of what goes on in these charismatic churches. And, and you know, if you attribute that to the Holy Ghost, which really is blasphemy, then, you know, that's how you're going to start thinking. You can hear the laughter, the cackling laughter in the background. That's, that's demons. That's demons what you're hearing. Everything that's done in the church should be done in decency and order. And the Bible also says to lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partakers of his sins. That's, that goes on all the time. They're partying all There's witches in there right now praying in demonic tongues like we talked about last week. And they'll go in there. That might have been a witch cackling. Demons you're hearing cackling and laughing because they are so, they're so entrenched in the church. And it's so easy for them because everybody's so far off the base scripturally. Hardly anybody has any kind of discernment whatsoever because they're so deep in sin with what they're doing so far away from the word of God that anything goes. Anything goes. I'm so drunk, I can't even. <laughs> He's drunk. Doesn't the Bible say that we're supposed to be sober? Oh, but see, anything goes in the charismatic circles. There is a way which seemeth right. Oh, if you're there and you're, hey, I've been there. I've been there, done it. Okay? I'm not, from that standpoint, I'm not judging. I've been there. I understand. At the time, it seemed right. Did it mean I didn't love God? Did it mean I wasn't saved? No, I know I was saved. And that's why God took me out of there. He wanted, I believe, to show me what was just, you know, standard fare. Not only in the charismatic churches, but in the most hardcore sects of the Baptist churches as well. I kind of got to, and that's, they're about as polar opposite as you can get, you know. Anyway, I, I, I could do a whole teaching on Rodney Howard Brown. In fact, I could probably do a five-part teaching on Rodney Howard Brown. I just don't have time. But we are going to look at, um, we're going to look at him a little bit more, though. And so they mentioned Daystar. Daystar Television Network is going to be beaming this out, and who, who Rodney Howard Brown's yoked up with. Now, Let's look at that a little bit more, because I've never mentioned Daystar, I, I, or if I have, it's been briefly in all my years of ministry. And they're the second largest, quote, Christian television network. Talking a lot about Pat Robinson, TBN, a lot of the other devil heretics that are in those movements. But Daystar, I've said a lot about. Now, Daystar, I entitled this part Marcus Lamb, when it should be Marcus Wolf, who basically owns the daystar television network exposed where the love of money rules the daystar television now this is straight off wikipedia the daystar television network commonly refers to as daystar television uh often shortened to daystar is an american evangelical christian-based religious television network owned by the word of god fellowship these are more like pentecostal charismatic things uh founded by marcus lamb in 1993, the network is based around prosperity theology. Again, nowhere can you find that in the Bible, but it's, you know, name it, claim it. Uh, you know, if, if you're poor, then, you know, you're not in the will of God. 
you got. And again, it, it only tends to benefit the multi-millionaire devil pastors that propagate themselves through this devil television network. Okay, fleecing the flock is the order of the day. The love of money is their motto. Marcus Lamb, born in 1957, is an American televangelist, prosperity theology minister, and Christian broadcaster. He is the co-founder, president, and CEO of Daystar Television Network, the second largest television network in the world. The estimated value of the network is $230 million. Joni and Marcus Lim, Joni's his wife, kind of, appeared on their popular Christian television show and dropped the bombshell. This was on uh, December 1st, 2010. So, you know, not quite, I don't know, let's say 10 and a half years ago. Marcus had cheated on his wife, Joni. And someone was trying to blackmail the preacher for $7.5 million. <laughs> so they came out with this nauseatingly pathetic video because they didn't want to pay up. <laughs> they were not, they, listen, if they could have got away with it and, and paid them off, but it was too much money they were asking for. And they were like, you know what? We're just going to have to swallow our pride. There's no way we're giving up $7.5 million. We're going to come out and we're going to admit to it. I'm going to admit to it. And we're going to sound all real sincere and surface sweet. And I love my wife so much. He sounds very effeminate to me as well. Because I ain't giving up that $7.5 million, darling. And I know you don't want me to give it up. So we're going to do the, quote, Christian thing, and we're going to air all our dirty laundry out here today and just say it was an indiscretion. Even though that indiscretion totally disqualifies me from ministry according to what the Word of God says. I mean, if, if the Bible says a pastor is the husband of one wife and, and he should rule his own house well, and I mean, sorry, but adultery, you're, you're gone. You shouldn't be in ministry, okay? You shouldn't be a ministry. You should be calling yourself a pastor. Oh, that don't matter. What 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 do biblical standards matter anymore? Well, that stopped mattering many many years ago. That still matters the same to God, but not to most preachers. They don't go by biblical parameters for being in the pulpit, or deacons, or elders, or bishops, and all those parameters such a foregone conclusion that women are not called to be a pastor, bishop, elder, deacon, that the Bible says the pastor or the deacon or the bishop or the elder is always to be the husband of one wife. Never the wife of one husband. I did a whole teaching on that, what women can do for the Lord. And it's not, uh, it's just what the Bible says about it. So I'm going to play this, this, this little nauseating clip here for you. I, I want you to kind of hear old Marcus who owns Daystar? So you can hear hear it out of right, straight from the straight from the uh, the source there. This is a very special program because we are going to be. This is Joni Lamb, the preacher's wife, and Marcus. And they're there to show Christians how to be Christians. And I'm gonna go ahead and play this little clip here. 
sharing our heart with you today and I just want to say right at the front sweetheart that you and I are strong <laughs> this guy couldn't look like a bigger stinking slime bag if he tried okay you gotta watch this clip he's got this uh, oil can hairy uh, cheesy I, I trying to the, the, the fake, phony, cheesy, oil can hairy grin on his face that looks so unnatural and so weird and so contrived, and yet people will still follow this devil and view him like he's even better probably after he admits this. So they're having this little fake makeup party they're, they're, both these are in it for one thing, and it's called the money. Okay, They didn't want to pay up. They didn't want to be extorted. So they were willing to undergo this shame so they didn't have to pay that 7.5 mil. That's what this is all about. And I think that our marriage is better today than it has ever been. You are just an absolute <laughs> angel, and I am madly in love with you. I'm madly in love with you. That's Marcus. That's Marcus Lamb, owner of Daystar. Sounds like a real man's man, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, this is just... This is... I didn't even know about this video until yesterday. I it's like God just dropped this in my lap. Second largest Christian television network. And this is the kind of filth we have running it. And if we only knew half of what was going on, Look at all the scandals with TBN and all the other one. It's just, it's a big, filthy, narcissistic, and these people are Satanists too. They're not just deceived Christians. They're Luciferians at the top here. These types of people. They don't get to that position unless they're put there. And maybe he got a little bit out of line and they were reminding him of which side his bread is buttered and who he actually serves. And maybe that's why he had to do this. I'm speculating, but it's probably the truth. And you mean so much to me. However, I do want to share something with you, and uh, it is this. About, um, well, several years ago, um, Marcus and I went through a challenge in our marriage, and um, I discovered that he was having a, an emotional um, relationship, if you will, with someone and that it had turned into a, um, an improper relationship. Hey, I take 100... Someone. You know she said that. I would... If it wasn't a guy, I'd be amazed. That, that guy's gay. I don't believe one for one second he's he's not a homosexual or a bare minimum bisexual you, you can't that's hard to hide he's very effeminate and notice how she said someone that totally that was to me a giveaway as well percent responsibility Joni has no blame the other person doesn't have any blame it's all the other I, person has no blame even blame the devil it's all on me but these are some of our most private moments but they're actually are three people 
who were not involved in what we're talking about today or affected by our marital challenge um, that are they're now saying um, that unless Daystar pays them seven point five million dollars <laughs> that they're going to take our story um, that we just shared with you to the media you see these three people that Joni shared with you they're trying to take our pain and turn it to their gain <laughs> like you don't like you don't fleece the flock on a weekly basis and now you're getting a little bit of your own medicine you stinking devil oh wow anyway um that that's that's all i'll play for you on that it's that nauseating clip now let, let's go a little bit further with this so I, I did a little bit of keyword searches on old marcus and and there was a report from um quite a while back and it says marcus lamb compromises again on january now this was before this came out this was before his infidelities came out in 2010. he said on january 21st 2008 i posted a blog regarding comments marcus and marcus and joni lamb had made at a meeting of so-called christian leaders held at then charismania or i'm sorry charisma <laughs> you should call it charismania which is basically like a magazine for charismaniacs okay Charismania Magazine headquarters, which is, you know, hyper-charismatic Pentecostal. So, I questioned Lamb's integrity then and was reluctant to label Lamb the Lambs as hypocrites. Meaning the, the, the husband and the wife, the Lambs. Last night, I watched Daystar, airing a repeat of a past charathon featuring prophetess Juanita Bynum whooping and hollering and raising money for daystar okay now i could do a whole study on her as well a whole exposing that devil in light of the prophetess's appearance last night this statement makes marcus lamb a hypocrite and the statement was we must have personal revival marcus lamb founder of daystar television network fought back tears as he lamented how far leaders have fallen in this day of christian superstar scandals and and yet again he's embroiled in one two years later he's crying about it but he's in the probably in the middle of one right now as he's saying it probably been in one for the whole time he's been in ministry then he says when was the last time we fasted he asked, when was the last time we studied God's word just to hear from God? Now, see, I, I, I don't pay any attention to this kind of stuff because I'm, it's like getting a morality lesson from Satan. You know what I mean? He himself has a beam in his own eye, and he's wanting to look at the speck in all everyone else's eye, like the Bible talks about. Lamb believes an alarm was sounded in 2007 that is calling each of us back to simplicity of devotion to Jesus. Now, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, and I, I do agree in fasting, and I do agree studying the word to hear from God, and I do agree calling us back to simplicity of devotion to Jesus, but that's not what that ministry or he is about at all. It's a total facade and a lie. Going further, it says, keep in mind that Lamb made the above statement most likely during the ongoing affair he was having that we just covered, that he admitted to in 2010. I wrote that part in. Because when this guy wrote this, he didn't know about the affair. Hadn't happened yet. So let me just say that again. Keep in mind that Lamb made the above statement most likely during the ongoing affair he was having and after his fall, Sherathon, which, you know, where, you know, fleece the flock, fleece the flock, 
your fall share-a-thon. Send us your money. We're going to go under. We don't got enough money. Money, 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 money. We got to keep the ministry going. It's never enough. You ever heard me do that? You ever heard me do that? I have said sometimes in times past that the most I'll ever say is if you could pray for our finances. I haven't even done that in, I think, years at this point. Doesn't make me perfect. Doesn't make me better. I'm just saying. I mean, where in God's green earth do, do preachers go out there and they're asking for money constantly, every single service, pass the plate, sometimes pass it multiple times, get on the, the TV, oh, send in your money, send in your donations, buy this book, buy that, we'll give you this, we'll, you know. Where's that in the New Testament? The concept of New Testament giving, I covered this at length in my study on tithing. And in my study, it just can New Testament giving, I don't know, tithing, whatever, it'll come up. Those are the New Testament giving principles. And it's not about building big old corporate churches to launder money through. And so you can have gigantic churches and gigantic uh, salaries for the pastors and they can live in lavish homes and all this other stuff. There's no Bible for it at all. The Bible says that the Son of Man have nowhere to even lay his head. Okay, sorry. I just realized I got, I'm like way, way, way over on time. I'm going to finish this last paragraph here, and then we got to go to part two. Uh, I'm going to read this last line again. Keep in mind that Lamb made the above statement most likely during the ongoing affair he was having after his fall Sherathon when he had Bynum, this Juanita Bynum, this heretic prophetess, uh, Paula White, oh yeah, her too, and Jamal Harrison Bryant appearing in reruns, raising money for Devil Star, I mean Daystar. Each of these three, even at that time, had major personal public scandals, which would have all disqualified them from ministry. Okay, Paula White's around there acting like some pastor anyway. Or no, that's what she calls herself. But again, it doesn't. biblical standards don't matter anymore. That's a thing of the past, a relic, right? Okay, so... They had major personal public scandals in the last year. Each of these three had either been divorced or in the process of getting one at the time of their appearance on Daystar Sheriff. But again, he's not even talking about the fact that women can't be pastors, according to what the Bible says. And, and I mean, that's going over his head too, I guess. Anyway, so what does the tear-filled little lamb of God, Marcus Lamb, pull two months later? He, he shows reruns of Juanita Bynum prancing around in a white robe begging for money for his network. Does this look like lament to you? Does this look like a man who fasted and prayed over his choices as to who he should be using to raise money and fleece the flock for his, quote, Christian network? <laughs> anything goes in charismania, pretty much. Marcus Lamb is a hypocrite, ladies and gentlemen. His network hosts more heretics than can be imagined. Lamb can't and shouldn't be trusted as he has clearly demonstrated the survival of his Christian network means more to him than demonstrating Christian integrity. Uh, God bless you and we will see you in part two.